Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Anyone out there cold, shivering, teeth chattering? Well, no worries anymore, guys. There's something that's going to heat you up and help you out. It's called gas gum. As you chew it, your body will heat up, your sleeping bag will heat up, your tent's going to heat up, but there are side effects. No one's going to be one around you for at least 12 hours or more, and you're going to smell pretty bad. So check it out at chewitdontspewit.com for all the details. Hey, everybody, this is Derek, and with me today is the only man who does not need to purchase Moon Cheese online because he can get it right from between his toes, Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> there he is. There he is. What's up, fake wood? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'll take I'll take Moon Cheese wherever I can get it. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, you know what? Here, you do your intro. Do your intro. Well, do your intro. Just talk about Please. me. Talk about me, Carl. Okay. Please. With, uh, welcome Please. to the Backpacking Blushers podcast, everybody. With me today is Derek Somerville. He's a man that thinks that Titanic is not a complete failure because, after all, the pool is still full to this day. Too soon? Too soon. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm wearing a hat just special for you today because I secretly emailed all the B&B people, and they all responded to me immediately within seconds. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, okay. We're all just Thank supporting you. you. Because we know it's you know things aren't going well up here, and we're just we're gonna all support you, and that's right. that's what we're here for. Thank it's you. team team yeah. effort. Thank you for so, thanks for guys. Appreciate it. appreciate that. All right, so okay, yeah. as we've mm -hmm. chronicled, we went on a tr on a trip a few a little while ago, month ago, month and a half ago, and it was rough. Like like Derek had a tough time in particular. And <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you start lying to everybody, <laughs> is that a I can't tell from here. Is that a Trader Joe's name tag? What is that? What are you wearing right there? What is, <laughs> just, what is I was that? waiting for you to notice. Um, this is my REI vest from... Are you a know, Girl Scout? What is that? What is, REI vest? 20, no, this is like It looks a, like a Girl Scout vest. 20, it's not a Girl Scout vest. It literally says REI on the name tag right well, It's here. a little far from me. I don't know. Maybe I need my glasses. Yeah, I know. You're uh, an old... REI. Wow, you kept that. That must be really special for I you. I kept it forever, and then... I saw it as I was kind of putting my clothes away mm. tonight, and I thought, I, I feel like I, I lost some sort of a bet, and I had to wear this for an episode. I feel like I promised that a while ago. I was like, I'll just throw it on just in case. Let's be honest. <laughs> you wanted to wear it. There was no, there was no bet that you lost. Uh, by the way, I'm curious, though. Do you ever just, like, throw that? I, I love how you said it was. I was putting my clothes away, and it was already there? Like, you yeah. already had it out? Like, what were you doing with it? No, just, it's like in the... You want me to describe the process? No, you know, I, I, don't think, I don't think anybody wants to know that. <laughs> okay, I'm just exactly. Like, I have shirts exactly. that I have had for a long time, but they're like oh at the gosh. bottom of a drawer. They're not like yeah. 
readily available to grab and wear. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. Do you ever just like go into REI and like pretend you work there? Uh, they have a different style of, mm. uh, they get like a, some sort of shirt thing on going on now. So I don't know if I can pull it off. Mm. I'd be up for though. I'd be up for next time I visit California, which is actually in like about a month. I'm going to be out there. Yeah. I was going to go to your REI. I could wear the vest and, and mm-hmm. try to kind of like get a little buddy, buddy with your REI Chris, friend that convinced you to, yeah. to not buy the pack he suggested. Yeah. Uh, you could try that. Um, okay. maybe, maybe it'll look, you'll look like upper management or something. What would you say, like, if you're trying to, you know, like, con your way into REI and pretend mm-hmm. like you're you're one of them, you got this vest on, what do you say? Con, you say? con my way in. Yeah. Just say, hey, I'm uh, I'm here for corporate. I'm just doing, like, a, you know, an observation. <laughs> this is what corporate wears? I, I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> REI. Like maybe. a fool. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you like, uh, I'll give you an example. You might go up, you might kind of, like, lean, you might lean in, Derek. You might say, can you believe these customers today? <laughs> I would do that actually. Yeah, maybe you just take off the name tag and put it like on like a suit, and then okay. you walk in with the suit. Yes, like, I'm yes. here to just uh, make some observations. So you guys just carry on as right. usual. Um, if you have a clipboard and a writing utensil, typically that's all. Oh, you that's, need to look that's official. yeah, that's all. You yeah, need. yeah, yeah. And then you just walk around, and afterwards, there's some sort of like customer interaction. You just go, huh. Huh. And start writing things down. Yeah, you don't really need me to say anything. <laughs> it reminded me, yeah. I worked at a grocery store. It reminded me of those people. They were called secret shoppers. And they would just walk around and observe everything. And then they would, you get a report about it later. So maybe right. that's kind of what you're, you could do. Yeah. With the you should change the episode. This is just like how to con your way into REI at this point. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, welcome back to Derek. Derek's been gone. And Derek, I'm hoping this is our last of the kind of mm. the summer season episodes where we're kind of, you know, going every other week here. And I feel like October, you're going to be ready. Uh, You'll be back and better than ever on a weekly basis. Is that correct? Summer is ending. Um, You know, it's it's a whole seasonal planet thing. So, you know, you got got that going for you. So, yeah, I think we'll probably jump back into regular scheduled programming. Okay. Your enthusiasm is overwhelming. Thank you for that. Uh, It's just just facts, Carl. If you don't know how the weather... Yeah. And the planets. I'm work. excited to have you back on a weekly basis. We've had yeah. some good guest hosts, but it's not the same with Ashu. No, not it's not. the same. No, so, it's not. Yeah. In fact, some, yeah, I think sometimes, you know what, it's just, yeah, we're just a shadow of a show without you. So That's very uh, kind We want of you. you back on a weekly basis. It's okay to be excited to be back. It's I don't okay. know. I don't know if you're saying that because, you know, last time you lied that people said all these wonderful things about me when I was gone. So I don't know if you're going to. I can't do that again, can I? I can't no, pull you can't. you can't pull that off. I'm, I'm ready for that, but I okay. appreciate Whatever you're saying, if it's real or not, sounds great. No, no, this is from from my heart, right <gasps> next to my REI name tag, right here. Wow, thank you. Then I appreciate that. That's yeah. got to be real. So, Bible verse of the episode, Psalm one forty five fourteen. Mm. The Lord upholds all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. Hmm. So, uh, hmm. Derek, did you keep this verse in mind on the recent trip when you were falling down and struggling? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you a comedian? <laughs> Uh, you know, I did not have that in my head. Maybe I should have had it more. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was a, it was it was an interesting trip to say the least. You know, I feel like we scratched the surface of our last episode. It was yeah, you did really well on the trip. I think most of the guys felt pretty good for the most part. I yeah, the last day kind of crushed a lot of spirits for sure. And yeah, yeah, it was in, it was interesting. I think physically I was fine the whole trip except the last day. Uh, that was just the gnarliest trail. I was. Uh, well, we were taking breaks, and we were just trying to make a plane flight, and there was a lot of different factors going on. But I feel like this is a great trip to to say, okay, 
how did the gear hold up? How did the different things that we use, yes. Yes. how did it hold yes. up? Because some things definitely were impressive and some things were disappointing. So we're going to go Correct. one by one. And yeah, I don't know that like, like we don't do a lot of gear based episodes where you're really breaking things down, but this is, this is kind of your opportunity to really dig in here and, and shine. In it's, my, it's my, it's my opportunity. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, lucky me. Yeah. I, well, I'm excited for this because, um, great. You might know what you're talking about here. Wow. Uh, I would, I mean, <laughs> let's, let's see. Let's find out. Let's see. Okay, let's find out. I'm gonna let you pick. I, I gave you the list and if you want to add to it, you're welcome to, but, but go ahead and throw one out. Let's, let's go. Let's start with the, the sleeping mat pad. Okay. Sleeping pad. The, the Nemo tensor. I had the Nemo tensor. Yep. Okay. I got show and tell. I think it's the same one mm -hmm. as this one. I don't know if it's the same stuff, Zach. It's the insulated version, the long wide, correct? You, uh, we have the same one, right? Is that what I'm remembering? I think so. I think I mean, so. I don't know if yours is long or if it's me. I thought you had. I thought you had like a wider one. They come in regular or wide. This is wide, and then I think I got. I think I got wide because I want to roll around a little bit. You do. That's wide. Okay. Yeah, I think we had the same one. All right. Um, I, I, I liked it, but so also it, it was interesting. I think by the end of the trip, it was fabulous, no mm -hmm. issues. I think what I realized was even though the first night it worked fine, my hips were a little right. sore, so it didn't really matter. It probably helped them from not getting worse, but yeah, the, the mat itself was fabulous. I felt very cushy. I felt really supported, but yeah, okay. my hips were just sore after that first day, just because I hadn't had any backpack on them in a while. So, all right. So your analysis is that the Nemo was good, and I would go, I would go, four point five breaths out of five. Okay, four point five. Yeah, and so I've been using this for a little while now. I did have a leak in it earlier this season. Did you? And I've I've heard that they leak pretty frequently. I thought it was just because I had like a kid and a dog in the tent at one point, but it was on the mm. seam and when I found Ooh. it. So I don't know that that was from them. On the seam's always rough. Yeah. So we'll we'll kind of keep keep tabs on that as how kind of how long it holds up long term. All right. So the, so you you uh, recommend at this point the Nemo Tensor. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's been around for a little while. We're a little kind of, you know, late to the game in terms of having that. We do share a tent. We had a four-person tent, which we'll talk about here momentarily. But, yeah. and I don't think four of those is going to fit into your typical four-person backpacking tent. No, they're pretty wide. And so I don't know if two of them is going to fit into a two-person tent. So You and I were hogging the tent. I'll just say that. Well, there was a third person who had a, yeah. There was a third person who had a bigger, basically like a raft right. in the tent, right? Correct. Correct. So... And mm -hmm. then he tried to get out of the tent off the raft with a ladder, which is kind of weird, right? Oh, geez. Here we go with the ladder again. <laughs> again with the ladder. Reference to two episodes ago. <laughs> I, let me just start with the ladder real quick. When you first the ladder, mm. in my mind, I'm thinking like a freestanding ladder randomly on a raft. Like that's what I'm picturing. That's your simple mind, and yeah. that's okay. The rope okay. ladder, when you reference it later on, made a lot more sense. Still, yeah. they don't use that that I've seen, but it made more sense. Well, if you haven't seen it, it must not be real. And I've, yeah, correct. You know, I've right. been rescued and I've watched lots of movies. <laughs> oh wow how does he have friends that's uh backpacking blisters podcast.com oh for free information if you want to give it to carl all right what else do you want next on the list the, the uh what was the tent the copper spur copper spur big agnes copper so spur big agnes. i don't know if this fits on the screen here i, I like massive. that tent i don't think you really enjoy that tent so what happened on the last or the morning or I don't know, last night, whatever, I actually was taking pictures of the tent because yeah. I was like, I'm going to sell this thing when we are done. Yeah. And here's the reason. The reason is because you're anticipating it's break. Yeah, it's, it's we've had it for a while and it hasn't been breaking down. I, I am anticipating no. the tents don't last forever and I, I, I want to you know get rid of it while it's still good mm -hmm. to rather get rid of it too early than too late, basically. But okay. 
But the issue is that like when we divide up the gear for the group gear, this is the one thing that is hard to divide up. So I, I carried everything but the poles. Yeah. And so I think I ended up carrying, I want to say like, ah, it's like a four person tent, like three and a half pounds worth of tent. And mm. I can't, I mean, I guess you could take the rain fly out, but now you're not using the stuff sack and it's just, then you're exposing yeah. it to other things. So anyway, uh. my reasoning was like, somebody's going to get stuck with the heftier part of the group gear. Okay. I don't like that. Well, I mean, it's, you know, I hear, I hear, I hear your pain. Yeah. But what are you, you going to do? Just bring a bunch of one-man tents and be selfish or what? You know we have more fun in a big tent. And it's that's what fun. changed my mind is we had a great time, right? We did. We did. And so so I think I'm – so I might try to upgrade the tent and go with a newer version because this one we bought back in 2017. But let's talk about yeah. that. So, okay, 2017 we bought it. We've been using it a lot, a lot, more than once a yeah. year, like more than twice a year, just on average right. probably three or four times a year. Right. We had heavy rain, kind of nonstop rain for the first two days. How did it hold up? It was perfect, I thought. I don't have many issues with it. I, I think the only issue, and that's any tent really, is like you're going to have to figure out how to dry this thing out before you pack it back in because that's probably it was probably annoying for you and you were like, don't nobody bother me. I'll pack it. I'll handle right. it. You got a little, you know, controly with it, but I get it. I did? When we were packing it up? Well, when you were, yeah, when you were like, we were trying to help you and you're no. like, no, 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 I got it. Yeah. That's not why, that's, that wasn't the issue. That's not why I said that. I said that because, like, maybe not to you specifically, but to the other guys, like, hey, you go pack your own stuff because I'll have this tent packed up and all my gear packed up while you're still, like, you know, oh. yard Well, then have me help you because, you know, I pack before everybody. Yeah, I guess I could have had you help you, right? So I would have helped you. I'm sorry if you were offended by that. I took a little offense, yeah. Okay, well, there I don't we go. So, anyway, the copper spur, impressive for how long it's been holding up. I mean, poles are great. Yeah. The waterproofness, 100%. Easy to set up. Derek already admitted he likes rolling around the tent, so who knows what kind of damage that could cause, and it still it holds up. I'm lightweight, unlike some, so okay. <laughs> I think it'll last for a while longer. Yeah. What are you, you going to sell for, like, 50 bucks? Dude, these things are <laughs> stinking expensive now, man. I know. So I know. a used one would still go for at least a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. At least. So That's, that's your world. I'm excited. Reselling, yeah, for. it's part of my world, for sure. All right, so Copper Spur, so what, what, are, you, what are you going to rate it out of five here? Copper Spur, five yeah. five man, I five like out of five. That. Yeah, that's a great tent. Yeah, and it's okay. held up for a long time for sure. I I would agree. Five out of five. What is it online already to buy or not yet? No, no, yeah. no. I I'm not gonna. Sell. I I agree with you. I like the the kind of the group time we have with yeah. the buds in the tent, and so I'm gonna hold off until I, I can replace. It. I'm not gonna sell it until I replace it. Okay. So, there's all a right. couple I'm looking at. We'll talk about that later. But all right, next okay. one. What you got? All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Salty Britches, actually. Salty Britches, I got this salty right here. Salty so, yeah. So, okay, here's the store. That here, so we have these little uh, single-use packets in yep. kind of tear them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the story was that prior to the trip, I talked about putting this into the first aid kit, and I said that, you mm. know, because Derek was like, what kind of ointments do you have there? And I was like, well, I have anti-chafing <laughs> stuff. He's like, anti-chafing. And then on uh -huh. the trip, uh -huh. what did you ask for? It's like, it's like, it's like the Lord knows I'm going to like have an issue. Like I'm n I never get rashes or chafing. And then this trip, I'm like, you know, today <laughs> I'm just going to keep the shorts on and then put the pants over them and then hike, which I never do. Mm. But for summer, it's like, it's like, it's like a humility test. Wait, which know? pants you put over the pajama pants? No, not the over the shorts pants. I would that'd never be, do that. that that'd be, be amazing. A, that'd be, be absurd. Amazing. That'd be absurd. Okay. Uh, I put the hiking pants on. So I shouldn't have done that, which okay. I never do. But, um, you know, halfway through the day, I'm like, yep, yeah, getting a rash. So I, I took some of the uh, salty britch, and it did the trick. It was great. Okay. So it's legit. What, what do you rate it? I mean, I didn't have a problem after it, so I can't 
It'd be hard to not say five out of five. Yeah, five I out mean, of five. There you go. Yeah, and it I've also works. been using it as my nephew has um, a little bit with the wetsuit mm -hmm. uh, chafage. Okay. Uh, if that happens, and that's that's great too. It's just a great product. Okay, so if you're out backpacking and you're wearing a wetsuit in the ocean, exactly. this could be a solution. Exactly. All good right. listening. Good listening. <laughs> all right. Okay. So you recommend the salty bridges. So, so far, we're yeah. doing good. So far, these are things that are working. Things that are working. And we, can um, keep, we can keep going down that road, or you can start bashing <laughs> companies. What do you want to do? Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's go with, um, why don't we talk about these Hoka Speed Goats? You Hoka Speed Goats. All right. Let me all three of you guys. Three of you guys wore these things. No, yeah. four of you guys. Was there four? I, I don't know. I think I think Mountain Goat Mike had the Hoka fours, and these are the Hoka fives, right? Yeah. Speak. So these are the one. I don't. Know if, I'm not. Yeah. So these are the ones. These are I like have. the cool these shoes. Are, yeah. For those that can't see, they're red. They're like a. I don't know. It's really bright red and orange. It's like a. It's like a mangoey. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get attention, kind of shoe. Right. So you for know. that reason, I can't give it five out of five because the colors on these plus any other trail shoes. I'd say like ninety five percent of the trail shoes out there, the colors are embarrassingly bad. And I love the colors on a lot of uh -huh. road shoes. Some of those are super sharp, especially the Hoka's. But the Speed Goats, I don't like the colors. But I, I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5 because these have been the most comfortable trail shoes really? that I've ever had where I have the fewest issues regarding huh. blisters, regarding just general foot pain. And so, huh. I mean, people fit shoes differently. And I know these are popular. But what you're looking for is like... For a trail shoe, it's kind of hard to see, but for those that are watching YouTube, like these are pretty stiff. Like you can bend it right at the toe, but if you if you look at those shoes that are super squishy, that's causing your foot to do a lot more work, and so mm. that, that's going to cause foot fatigue and possibly hot spots. And it's that's a very correct. simple thing to look for, not just in the Hoka's, but in any shoes. And so the Hoka's have it, and they're 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 pretty lightweight for a trail shoe. I don't have the stats in front of me, but uh, I recommend them. You recommend them, so you're going four point five because you'd rather have brown. Or black? No. Not, no. not some fun I don't have other examples of, of road shoes, but there's a lot of good road shoe colors out there. Okay, well, yeah. you, you hate bright colors. Okay. We no, got I, so. I don't mind bright colors for like highlights on shoes, but not like the whole shoe. The whole shoe. Okay. Yeah. This shoe Too says much. like, hey, everybody, look at my feet all the time. Like kind of yeah, captures, yeah. When you take breaks on the trail, we'll know where to avoid, though. It's a lot easier to see where you are. That's true. You Thank know, you. To walk Thank around you. you. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, I like those. Uh, I have not tried those, but I'd be up for giving them a run. Maybe. Little pricey. I think they're like one fifty most places, which is pretty dang pricey for a trail shoe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't need shoes yet. I like mine still, but In California I'll, I'll they're like two fifty. I want to say probably like three fifty actually. Right. right. Uh, let's go with the Pinnacle Food. Pinnacle, pinnacle Food. Pinnacle Food. So I had brought this on a previous trip and I had, I don't know, it was like the cheddar biscuits and gravy and it was pretty good, mm -hmm. um, but I, I kind of brought more variety of flavors and I brought them on a couple of trips and I passed them around. So I think almost everybody had a package of them. Yeah. And yep. Uh, yeah, what'd you think? Uh, they were good. They were good. Um, I'm trying to remember what I had though. I, I remember eating it the first night and it was really good. I thought okay. that was one of my favorite meals actually. Okay. There you go. That's a, that's a big thing. And I would put it up there with some of the packet gourmet stuff, which I really love yes. too. So it was it was on par, mm -hmm. I would say, with that. It tasted good. Didn't taste uh, like packagey. I use the word packagey. <laughs> Is that a word? I made it up. Right. Um, but it just it tasted like legit. Yeah. And it was good. So and okay. it was filling too. Yeah, I, so. I actually some of the the flavors I tried this trip, I loved, loved them. So I am gonna, I'm actually gonna be a customer. I'm gonna be buying their stuff. I know that earlier this season they did have an issue where they were running out. They got so popular that their supply chain or however they were producing them just couldn't keep up with basically with demand. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. that they stand right now. 
will probably respond to this, so I will we'll update about that. But I would recommend if you're looking for different flavors. I know there's there's some folks that are oh man, I was just on a Patreon trip where somebody was like I they kind of brought out some weird flavors. It was like it was Jason from Oregon. He's like I have this um, I don't know like Russian goulash, Kazakhstan. From I don't know what the brand was, whatever it was. He's like I'm just try. I just don't want to have the same three meals all no. the time. Yeah. And so I say, just try check out Pinnacle Foods. They got some different stuff, and it's really good. Yeah, it was good. I think I had a double serving in mine, so it was like way filling. And uh, there's, oh, always, yeah. I mean, they're a little price. What were they like? Thirteen bucks, fourteen bucks? They're yeah, I think they're industry standard at this okay. point. I know that at this point, like the Mountain House, maybe the Alpine Air are slightly cheaper and more for terrible. a reason. Yeah, put the money in. Yeah, spend a couple extra bucks on your food, you guys. Worth it. Right. Rain pants? Did we talk about rain pants? Yeah, and and I've talked about these the REI rain pants before. They're still holding up really well, you know, keeping me warm in you know mm. cold weather in Banff. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was more curious if you were jealous of the rain pants because you didn't bring any. I never do. I know, but for this trip especially, I feel like if there's one trip where you're gonna be like, dang, I wish I had them, it'd be this one. Not really, no. I mean, if I, I I'll say this like in my pants, I know I'm gonna get them wet, and they dry really fast. I mm-hmm. I don't really ever get cold on the legs. It's mainly like the upper area. So I, maybe okay. that's just me. So your legs were soaked for almost two straight days and it didn't They weren't you. at when I was in the tent with my cozy jammy pants and my sleeping bag. No, I was cold when I got in there, but okay. it was mainly like my upper area. So, all right. But if upper area. my chesticles, <laughs> <Your upper body. laughs> uh, my shoulders, you know. But uh, yeah, right. the first day was extremely cold. Um, but I, I didn't have a moment where I'm like, my legs are really cold. You know, I didn't, it's, I don't know why. So you're okay to, just to clarify, you're okay to hike with soaked pants. Doesn't I've been you. doing it for 20 years now. What has it been? Okay. True. But the, you know, and a lot of times we're in warmer weather, so it's not really that bothersome. This was like, we was like pretty cold, man. We've had some cold nights. We went on the Patreon trip. There was like snow yeah. and whatever. But they were wet. I mean, you weren't like, it wasn't rainy, rainy the whole day. This was solid rain, man. It was, yeah, it was rain. I guess I kept thinking to myself, it's going to end. But if I was going to get a rain pant, I do keep thinking about maybe I should get it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like another thing in the pack. Yeah, that's like four pairs of pants. You get your hiking oh. pants, you get your pajama pants, you have your, um, what do you have? You like, can do it. Long underwear. You can do it. And then you got <laughs> pants, rain pants, shorts, or trunks. Okay. And then you get the pajama yeah, pants. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. going on. That's a, a lot of pants. Lot. Yeah. Don't need it. Shorts and pants. Um, So I don't know. If. Maybe you like the REI ones though, a lot. Uh, I liked, yeah, because they were because rain pants are super expensive. And these ones weren't too bad, and they've been holding up really well. And I've had, <laughs> we've had enough bad weather where I get to test them out all the time, all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, man, this has been like a, a love fest with the gear. Everything's been working. It's time to talk about at least one piece that. Did Let's not. talk about a broken gear. Let's talk about the Sea to Summit pillow. Okay, this is your pillow. Let's talk about that. This is my. What's pillow. the problem? Um, you didn't. You weren't able to sleep on your pillow. What happened? It just, it wouldn't hold, it had a leak somewhere in there. Luckily, I brought two. Okay. Hallelujah, which I usually do anyway. It, it, that pillow has been good for, I don't know, two, three years. And then all, okay. all of a sudden, uh, it just didn't work. So it was kind right. of disappointing. The other pillow worked fine, but it was just, it was really annoying because I'm, you know. Was the other one a Sea to Summit pillow? Sea to Summit, same pillow. Okay. So I can only imagine that's going to give out like in a year or two. We talked to Sea to Summit at the Outdoor Retailer Show, and they freely admitted that the pillows were the hardest things they had that they made, like mm. in terms of preventing leaks. Like it's just for whatever reason, yeah. this the curvature or yeah. the way that the two things laminate together, 
whatever science it's probably a sciencey thing they just Sciencey. like they have a problem with leaky pillows and it's not just them i think a lot of people in the industry do so yeah i think well, honestly having a backup's not a wise or not a bad idea but yeah it's huge i think um i don't know i mean i like the pillow it is mm. comfortable right but do i want to keep investing in i don't know it makes you it makes the initial feeling is like well maybe i should try a different pillow right but a lot of these pillows kind of have the same situation they're all kind of similar not right? always, all the inflatables anyway yeah. and it's like he just makes like a, a higher end line but those were uh, I mean, there's like 50 60 bucks yeah i wouldn't want that to deflate did you bring your seat of or did you bring your little didn't you have like a down pillow you brought no i actually brought an inflatable this time and i've been um a trekology pillow basher oh, that's right. for that's years right. now and i bought i think i bought three and then two of them leaked out the gate and then one actually continued to hold air and so i just kind of rolled the dice on this and it's continued to hold air wow so. you hate it but you use it i like it well, two out of three fail. Like failure rate's not good, but no. After how much time? After how much time? The 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 ones that fail were like first trip, first trip fail. No way. Yeah. You didn't return them. Why haven't you returned them? I think I did return those, and so. Oh, okay. And then you bought you bought another one. I well, I think I bought two at a time because I was buying them for my kids for back on oh, okay. the trip. All right. Yeah. Is that okay? Did, did maybe you just got a, maybe you just got a really heavy head. Did I pass your test there? You're trying to test me why I bought these things. Did, did I was, I pass? I'm making sure that you can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. It just, do you think your head's too heavy or, or what? Um, I don't know. I got a large brain with a lot of information. So possibly. Well, there's a lot of storage space too. Um, okay. I wish it was useful information, but anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> Very true. Okay. Next one. We got the filter, the salmon, the Solomon, <laughs> Salomon, Salomon, Solomon's XA filter. The XA filter. This XA was like Pro. your little, this was your selfish filter. I called this selfish everybody's supposed to bring their own filter what's the problem because i think i had four people using my filter and you're like i'm not using my filter i they could have used this but they wouldn't want to because it failed so did it really i thought it, it worked for a few days i yeah, thought so this is smaller than this is smaller and lighter than the be free and i ended up using this on mm-hmm. in yosemite after the trip on our fkt temp but it got a pinhole leak after i don't know i've been using it a little bit in the summertime on my training yeah. runs and stuff and i'm in remote areas, but I want to say that it's how many liters has, I don't know, probably under 40 liters and it got a pinhole leak and I'm not, I'm not like squeezing the life out of it or anything. Um, so, What'd you do on the trip after it broke? Well, it just had a pinhole, so it was still usable. It just is like, you know, as you're squeezing the water and it's just shooting water at somebody. So I tried to aim it at you, to be honest, but not a surprise. Can you, surprise. can you return it or no? Uh, so what, I, yeah, I mean, that, there's a whole story with that. So you can, yeah, I think it was under warranty. So I ended up, buying okay okay i don't know how much just take a take a breath in the weeds just take a breath do you i don't know how much in the weeds you want to go i needed this for the for the yosemite trip and so i bought another one because i'm not looking for long-term use out of it i needed a quick grab and go filter this filters it still filters out the main stuff but doesn't go down to like i think it's like 0.2 microns versus 0.3 it's not as Mm. good as like the beef free and the other sawyer stuff you're going cheap so i yeah yeah, so I needed it, so I had to, so I returned one and got another one because I wanted the grab and go filter for the FKT attempt that we had in Yosemite, and that. So anyway, you got Giardia? What, what happened? No, everything was good. So why don't why don't you just like splurge like another whatever dollar or two and get like the B free? It's a better filter. Because this one fit in my running pack, like mm. in the front sleeve. Mm. The B free did not, mm-hmm. and it's bulkier and it's heavier. And I was looking to go as light as possible. So it's not that heavy. Okay. Long term, this is bad. I would not recommend this. But if you're like, I have one last adventure and I want a filter that's going to last this adventure, I'd go with this. I would not go with that actually. Okay. But that's well, you. Um, fair you enough. know, either way, you might get a pinhole leak first five miles. So okay, here's the next uh, one. Next one. Uh, um, how would you? 
rate this thing right here. So we had a the, the one pound gummy bear. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, did you eat any of this? By any no, chance? I did not touch okay. that. Okay, so Disgusting. it's hard for you to analyze this. I'm gonna give this a uh, a zero out of five. <laughs> that was one of the weighs a pound. That was the best. Can I just? It did was you, hard to, to not only cut through with the knife, but obviously chew through. Have we said the so, story or what happened? Did we talk? Yeah, about we shared this? the story. We already shared the story. Okay, that's right. Yeah. A uh, lot of lot of work went into that. A lot this of patience. Is, this is two out of five, by the way, because this is fifty bucks. So two okay, out I was going to say for this. two out of five. That's zero out of five. And that's the Solomon filter, and this is zero out of five for the. You were about to say five. one right there. You were about to say one. Does that because you got you could share with everybody and they got all got some calories? This no. Still zero. Okay. No. All right. This well, is going to end up in somebody's pack on the next trip. I'm surprised. I'll be checking mine thoroughly. Not actually. yours. Right. Not yours. It's not very nice. Okay. Uh, last one is, of course, we want to know how did the uh, Costco mm-hmm. trekking poles do? Mm-hmm. Like Cascade mm-hmm. Tech, I want to say is probably the brand you bought. That's what Costco sells. I don't. Even, I couldn't even tell you anymore. I've, I got. Yeah. I got those a long time ago. Okay. I want to see what seven, eight years, something. It's been a long yeah. time. All right. So last day we were on that ridiculously muddy up and down on the edge of a cliff trail, grabbing ropes to get ourselves across things. Hopefully not. Killing like ourselves. Swinging. Swinging. Like at one point there was a rope bridge and then somebody took a, like a sword to it and we were like swinging up against the cliff. Yeah, ridiculous. I was like, am I on American Ninja or American right. Gladiators or something? This is ridiculous. That was Indiana Jones, but that's all right. Indi- okay, great. Indiana Jones, great. Any of that, uh, it was that ridiculous. Um, and so I was walking just not by the edge of the river, like within the forest. It was really muddy. I slip and my pole gets caught between some mud and a, and a uh, log, I guess. And mm-hmm. it just it just snaps in half, and I'm like, oh, now, do you blame the pole or your lack of balance in that one? Mm, I don't. I don't. I think I just blame the conditions. It was horrible. So you're blaming the trail. I'm blaming the trail. It was horrible. You're kind of blaming Canada then. I'm blaming Banff. Yes, I'm okay. blaming Banff. <laughs> I expect an apology, written form. Okay. Um. Yeah. It was so, okay. It, that's that's pole number one. Pole number one. I wasn't mad about that. I was totally fine with that. However, that day, for whatever reason, my right patellar tendon was really bugging me. Oh, yeah, a lot of downhill. A lot hard of downhill. A lot of hard downhill. Hard, hard. So I was like, this is lame. So I was trying to really use the pole. So I still had the one pole. I'm like, all right, we'll make it work. We'll deal with it. And two, what was it, three days before that? Three days before that, I had bumped my shin like really hard on like a rock or something. Mm-hmm. And I cut it. It was bleeding. I was like really annoyed. But I was like, all right, let's keep going. So <laughs> Wait, you were able, able to overcome a cut and kept going. I'm a, I'm a legend. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Like, I, I don't, it is what it is. Apparently. So anyway, so anyway, I was fine with that, but I didn't realize how like tender it still was. So anyway, last day, fast forward, one broken pole down. We keep going. <laughs> it's already a bad day. All right. It's raining. It's wet. It's slippery. There's no rain that day. But Whatever. On. It was wet. So the mud was already there. So I'm going over this little area with like some rocks and stuff. And normally I feel like very sure footed, but I did not feel sure footed with the tendon. And with one pole, I was just like kind of ginger. So I nobody's think, sure-footed on that trail. That was ridiculous. Nobody was. So I slip, of course, and I slip, but then I slip into a rock, which is fine. But I mm-hmm. hit the same exact spot on my shin, right. so it's like double gouge. So yeah. I'm let out this like momentary like rage of emotion. And I'm like, Gah! and I just smash my other pole over mm-hmm. a log and just obliterated it so how was yeah what was the quality of the pole from like rage smash how would you how would you describe that hold up i mean well look at these guns first of all 
look at this. <laughs> See that? Boom. It's like a python in here. Um, no, it was, it was, it snapped pretty quick. But again, okay. it's pretty old. It happened. Right. So right. that was that. And then Knowlton's like, do you want to borrow my pull? And I was like, sure, I'll borrow you. That's not pole. how it went down. It was, I know your knee is hurting you. Knowlton, can you please lend him a pull? Or I think I asked you, would you be willing to take somebody else's pull and not break it? Is, I think is the question. Was it you that was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. I'm, okay, let's, let's go to that moment. Let's go to that moment. I was concerned about you. I was, I was a little scared for you, if I'm being honest. Scared for me? Okay. What would you like me to have said to somebody who I thought might have broken their leg? So... I need to confirm whether it's broken or not, right? So, what, fun fact about me. Uh, but to to your point, yes, I did thought I thought I broke the leg. I wasn't right. sure because it hurt so bad. But then it started to go subside. So I'm like, okay. Right. But tough. in the moment, I was more annoyed. Uh, and so whenever I'm like, you know, like I bump my head, I bump something. Yeah. It is my pet peeve. Fun fact: if somebody is like, "Are you okay?" Like, and I'm clearly yeah. not okay. I think I don't know why it just sets me off. So I'm like, do I look okay? And I like snapped right. at you, which I apologize for. Wait, you didn't apologize then. Are you apologizing now? I'm apologizing now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. Wow. I know. Okay. I'm Better late than never, right? <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. You deserve yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I think I think you knew. I, I'm assuming you didn't take it personally because it was like a moment of like frustration. And then I got the extra pole from Nolte. No, I didn't take. No. Once I realized that you were okay because you kept on walking, you like, I think you shoved me aside. Maybe down the trail a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I once once that happened, I was like, "You're too big for that. I can't." You know. <laughs> You're like a tree. I went. I I I, I did not get um, offended. Of course, I was like, "No, you were good. You were good." Yeah, I was good. So it the, kind of the opposite. It was like this is now my favorite moment of the hike. Oh, I knew. And even <laughs> even after that moment, I was like hiking in frustration. I'm like, Carl's going to use this in the freaking podcast. He's going to use it. I know somehow. It's, it's awesome because you're you're so cool, calm, collected. So to see you do that, I mean, it'd be like me having a meltdown on the trail. Like, like it just doesn't happen. It wasn't like, at, well, we'll go back to that. Um, meltdown? Not, maybe not full I'm not meltdown. not talking frustration. I'm not talking like annoyed. I think this trip was more of like an emotional struggle for you. <laughs> all right there it is there it is folks you saw that reaction right there emotional struggle i don't we can't even talk about this on this episode we can we can circle back we can't that. we're gonna have to address this at some point yeah all right we will excited um, about that. i'm excited very excited but that my moment was the trekking poles yours was something else which we'll get into hopefully let me tell you what a true legend would do by the way in response here we go please please true legend this. yeah uh -huh. all right here's the test for you yeah they would keep the trekking poles mm, no at the end <sighs> of the trip yeah, they're now that now they're like uh, they're part of the story. They're epic. We want to see how how smashed up they were. Where'd you want you, put them, you want me to fly back home with those things oh, on the yeah. plane? No, I'm not doing. I would have. They went straight to the trash can. Oh. Straight. I gotta buy some new ones. So now, okay. So the couple things from the story that we have to address. First of all, yeah, I want to share with you that I'm unaware of somebody breaking two trekking poles on the same trip. So. This could be a record, so um, so I'm going to submit this to Guinness and see if anybody else has done this before. Wow, that's, that's two uh, trekking poles, same trip. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll update that. Yeah. Second thing yeah. is, I would like to relate this, of course, to the well. Okay, I'm not going to relate it yet. You don't think? You question. Even, okay, please. Nice question. All yeah. right, did you rebuy the poles? Have you bought poles again? No, I haven't bought poles yet. Why not? No, not there yet. Mentally, I need to have a have a break from the poles. I actually have. I actually have two other poles in my garage that Nolan gave right. me like years ago. You didn't go out and buy the same exact set of trekking poles to replace them. Correct. No. All right. Let's go back to the uh, the missing and sleeping pad story. 
when the go. pad went Here missing. Here we go. In Olympic National Park, mm-hmm. allegedly from shuttle driver Bill yeah. launching it off of his trailer while he's driving around. Launching we, it? Yeah. Your That's response to that. Exaggeration. <laughs> Exaggeration. Well, how else is it going to get out of the trailer? How many times are we going to talk about this story? It's a new season. <laughs> oh, nonstop. Are we it's not a new season yet anyway. Nonstop. Oh, it's, it's, it's the last It's the best the story okay. from the entire podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not true. Not true. Let's relate it. Okay, so what did you do? So the, you say that the, the pad went missing. It's off of the trailer. You can't get it back. Mm-hmm. You come home. What did you do? Before the next trip? No. Right when you got home. Got a new. I got a new one. The exact so same one. The exact same one is what you said. Right. Yeah. Well, if Costco had them when I was there last week, I probably would have got them. Really? But okay. I, I didn't see them. Yeah. So you looked for them. Of course. I mean, I, I browsed. Right. I didn't buy them. <laughs> okay. I'll just say fishy. Fishy on the story here. <laughs> I'll just say nobody cares. <laughs> they do care. <laughs> nobody, nobody believes cares. you. Nobody believes your story. They don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. So it looks like ends. we have like six or seven things we recommend, a couple things we don't recommend. Do you recommend Costco mm. trekking poles for people that are angry? What do you recommend? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I would. Uh, okay. No, they've been good for like eight plus years. They were great. All right. You know? Cascade Tech. I don't think they sell them at Costco, but Cascade Tech makes a like an ultralight carbon fiber version. They're good. That, yeah. You can buy them on Amazon. They have like a carbon fiber version. They sell at Costco. They're not that lightweight. I would. Somebody recommend. else. You're like baby arms out. Like somebody else on the trip had the same poles I had, or similar. Was it? Was it? Uh, Villain Jesse had Cascade Tech. Eric. Eric had them. Did he? I think Eric okay. had them. Yeah. 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 Zero nice. broken poles. Nice. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe he's he's a police officer. He's under control. You know. All right. Yeah. Well, we got some trekking pole failure. We had the Solomon XA Pro filter failure. We had the yep. gummy bear failure, the the pillow failure. So pillow it's time failure. now for biggest failures in history Whoa. trivia. Oh, Coming up right after this. Bring it. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I've got two great resources for you to improve your performance on the trail. The first one is to go check out the Training for Trekking podcast by our good friend Rowan Smith. He knows what he's talking about. His easily consumable episodes will give you tips to strengthen your body and reduce injury while out in the backcountry. The next resource is Rowan's Facebook group, Training for Hiking and Trekking. I've joined the group and found a mix of information and inspiration while being part of a community. Both are great resources by Rowan Smith that'll help you go faster than Derek while out on the trail. All right, so here we go. 
Uh, biggest failures in history trivia. I know we're kind of between seasons. We're about to kick off our seventh season here in October. So this is a fun trivia. I don't have to worry. No, about it. these still count. These still count. No, these don't count. They these do. We count. established that for each episode. So this is an old season. Yeah. And, okay. Let's talk about trivia real quick because last Please. season's trivia did not go so well because of our BAMP trip, right? So I mm. was supposed to jump into a lake after you at camp. Correct. And I was ready to do it, even though it was stinking cold. But mm -hmm. nobody jumped, or at least you guys didn't jump into the lake at camp. You ended up jumping into the lake the next day when it was like a little bit warmer, but it was like on the hike, and I didn't know you guys were doing that. Rocky and I jumped in. Yeah. It was fabulous. But, I didn't, but you were behind me on the trail, and so I didn't know you guys were doing that. Well, you wanted to be by yourself, and uh, yeah. that's what the price you pay. So you still I owe, owe it you. to me. I owe you that. Yeah, you do. Okay. I won't forget. Yeah, I won't forget that. And then you, what's the story? Like you were supposed to bring the garbage pail kids and then I was going to try to trade a few of them on the trail. I think you decided I was supposed to bring the garbage pail. No, we talked about it on the episode. We talked about it on the show. Like, I, okay, I, I'm going to say this online. Okay. This is live, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm ready to part with the garbage pail kids. All of them or just get, a few of them? I'm, I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to give them to you to oh. sell. You you can give me like I wouldn't some of them. them. No, you, what are you going to do with them? Keep them for yourself? I, like they're, they're, they're now part of the show. Like I, I, I'm attached to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right You'll i can sell them if you want to but i gotta keep a few to trade keep on the few. trail like okay okay let's let's play the scenario out. don't you think that when we came into camp two we talked about the story in a previous episode and we encountered the super creepy like murderers that they were like the prime target for trading garbage pail kids to okay how about we each keep like 10 or 20 okay and then we'll you don't really we'll answer the question but sure i'll keep 10 or 20 i think they were perfect if you had gone up to them and be like I know the I know the vibe's weird right now, but look, guys, how about a garbage pail kit, right, or two? Yeah, you know, off the wall, I mean, Paul, how, right here, off the wall, Paul, Potty Johnny, or yeah. whatever, Potty Scotty. You could have, you could have maybe lightened the mood a little bit. Yeah, that is an icebreaker for sure. So, yeah. Anyway, right. we're counting the trivia, and here we go. Number we're one, not, we're not counting the trivia. Here we go. Number one, yes, sir. In 1971, when you turned 30. Ford released a car <laughs> that burst into flames when it was rear-ended. What was the name of the car? All right, I've got four options. Wait, here. somebody somebody hit a car and it burst into flames? No, this is like a like they had to recall the cars. It wasn't one. It was like they just designed them poorly. That's why it's a oh, fail. Geez. Yeah. So what's, I, I got I got op, yeah I've got some options here. I wasn't even born yet. Okay, go ahead. I just said you're thirty years old. All right, well, a do your math right. A Pinto, Ooh. B Nova. C, mm. Torino, or D, Firebird? Firebird. I'm going to say Nova. <laughs> the Nova. Okay, so the Nova in Spanish means no-go. That was another failed attempt at a car where like, people that spoke Spanish were like, why would you buy a car that says no-go? But it was actually the A Pinto. The Pinto. Uh, was, it was the Pinto, yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, that's I thought going to say Firebird that burst into flames. No, know. that's obviously I not know, it. I know, Okay. All right. Oh, bummer. Okay, Number two, in 1453, during the siege of a city... It's now known as Istanbul. A gate mm. was left unlocked, allowing the Turks to crush them. What was the name of the invaded city at the time? What the? Who? What? And you talk about my trivia questions. A 1453 siege in yeah. Turkey. Yeah. Istanbul is the current name of the city. There's a very famous song, which literally is all about the renaming of the city that I know that you know. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> And you're the music guy, so I thought this is a fair question. Is it? Is it? Wasn't it Constantinople? It's sung by. Yeah, you got Con it. You Constantinople. Got it. Yeah. Istanbul What's the song? Was Constantinople? Oh my gosh, that's so old. They might be giants. Anyway, yeah. That's that's. You got nuts. it, man. You got it. Okay. See, I knew you could right. get that one. 
All right. Uh, number three. In 2020, two men got lost in a national park, prompting a search and rescue phone call after trusting a sign <laughs> that had fallen down. Who were uh-huh. they? Who were? Oh, this is not even multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Who are these men? Is this uh, Rocky and Jared? Rocky and Jared are good friends who Woo! wanted to go the way of the fallen sign. Yeah. Taking a right when they're supposed to take a left. And yes. there you go. Those are the three biggest failures in history trivia and in you history. passed. You passed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In history. Well done. Uh, wow. Okay. So you passed. So this is a, a good time to remind you like th- th- this counts, man. We're going to count the trivia. So if I fail, we're going to count time, it. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously we want to count this because I passed. Yeah, so. so there you go. Yeah. Nice. All right, uh, tidbits. I've got we got a video that was sent in by Nick yes. from Nick's Backcountry Adventures YouTuber. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Derek and Carl, and the rest of the B and B gang. Last night I was listening to your podcast in my tent before I went to sleep of the your July trip. Sounded like a nice rough one. I'm in the middle of a death march right now. I've done 26 miles and only seven of it's been on trail. And I'm at uh, over 11,000 feet in elevation already. And I just wanted to say thank you. Last night during the podcast, I remembered that Carl and Derek sent me a Snickers bar. So I just wanted to let you know, I appreciate the protein. I'm going to try to do three more miles this evening. I needed a good protein bar. Thanks. You guys came through for me. I mean, obviously, first reaction. Nick is clearly suffering from some kind of like delirium or dehydration. Um, I'm worried about him. I hope he made it out okay. Obviously, he did because he gave you the video. But yeah, I mean, clearly he's not in his right mind. So I mean, he's talking about protein bars, Snickers, in the same sentence. So we, that's obviously not true. So. Well, first of all, yeah, yeah. So Nick is on a. He called it a death march, and he's doing some crazy mm. Sierra high route off trail that kicked his butt. So super impressive that he had the energy to make a video during this because yeah, did you make a video on your death march? No, I wouldn't even be thinking about it. I mean, well, is he by himself, right? He's by himself. Unknown. Looks like he is. Uh, unknown. If I was by myself, I might, because okay. it might, like, help with morale and all that stuff. So I think I might have. Right. But yeah. if I'm with people, no, probably not. Would you make a video kind of like we saw, like, YouTubers, um, Jesse from Backcountry Forward and Justin Outdoors, who were just like, we're in the middle of a conversation, we're going to peel off into the meadow and just talk at the camera as mm-hmm. if we have people listening to us? I thoroughly enjoyed watching them talk themselves on their camera. I right. thought that was hilarious yeah. from afar, you know? Okay. This trail is fantastic. You know, they had the whole, like, <laughs> I can't believe we've made it this far today. We've only gone up trail one mile. You know, it's right. like a whole thing. Yep. It's funny. All right, and then he mentioned the Snickers, and I think he won trivia, or he, I don't know, he had a review for us a while ago, and I sent him a Snickers. I want to say it was, like, at least six months, maybe a year, maybe more than that. So I don't know if he saved the Snickers until this trip. Yeah, but but Nick, Nick is Snickers? that the same Snickers I sent you like forever ago? If so, yeah, beware. That's that's riskier than your trip. Right yeah, there. maybe maybe yeah. that's yeah. That might yeah. that might be like a Giardia Snickers or something. Probably, right? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so thanks for the video, Nick, and, and, and like super impressed you made it. So congratulations on making the Death March tough. Trip. Wonderful trip. Yeah. Wonderful navigating trip. off trail, yeah. all that stuff. So yeah. Last tip that I have is that our current episode or bonus episode on patreon is all of your backpacking re- oh it's don't trust anyone all of your backpacking research is compromised this is a whistleblower episode where derek and i get real with who you should trust and who you shouldn't mm. maybe who you should kind of sort of trust so sort of that's tr- on yeah. patreon yeah that's all i got my friend 
Awesome as usual. We will see you next time. Remember, guys, if you have some gear that's a little sketchy, it's uh, probably similar to Carl's uh, Girl Scout REI badge. We will see you next time. Yeah, I broke I broke the poles on the trail. You're right. I mean, I broke the poles on the trail, and I'm, I would do it again. Okay, next time uh, I would probably probably uh, keep them though, and I would just put them in Carl's pack and tie like a rock to it, and then just blame somebody else. But somehow he's going to blame me for it because um, that's what he does for everything. That's what friends do. They blame each other for lots of things. So. <laughs>